Welcome back to another episode. Today, I have a very relatable topic that we'll dive into, and that is validation. I'll be talking about why we look for validation from those who can't or quite frankly shouldn't be giving it to us and how to shift towards a more empowering and self-validating approach to live life. This is particularly important for us high-achieving individuals with demanding careers and personal lives. In this episode, I'll talk a little bit about the psychology behind the need for validation, as well as the signs that indicate we may be seeking it from the wrong places, and most importantly, some practical strategies to get out of this trap. I'll be sharing some personal stories, discussing the experiences of some of my clients, and examining how social media plays a role in our search for external validation. So get ready for an episode that'll hopefully open up a dialogue and provide some valuable insights for both those in and out of the healthcare industry. Let's dive in and unravel the dynamics of validation together. Enjoy. Welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership for Physicians podcast. Here, we explore the central topics of intentional life design, boundaries, health, wellness, and leadership for physicians. I am dedicated to helping you create meaningful structures in your life that support both professional and personal growth. Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Rachel Miller. I've tackled some of the same issues that many of us in the medical field struggle with, such as creating meaningful connections, imposter syndrome, and having a life outside of the office. Join me each week as my guests and I tackle these topics and so much more, delivering content that shows you the importance of investing time into yourself beyond caring for those around you. Tap the follow button so you never miss an episode. It's not just about leading, it's about thriving. That's right. It's about you as a whole person. At Pocket Bridges, we understand leadership's multifaceted journey. Revitalizing leadership is our mission and passion. We turn ambiguity into confident leadership, nurturing resilience, amplifying your impact and influence. Our unique approach at Pocket Bridges centers on the whole person, your values, your frameworks, your driving passions. In a world where burnout is real, you deserve a bridge to a brighter leadership journey. Join us at Pocket Bridges and let's co-create that path together. Because leadership is more than a title. It's a transformative journey. Let's cross that bridge together. Pocket Bridges, let's revitalize your leadership. Click the link in the show notes to apply for a call today. Hey friends, hey leaders, I hope you all are doing well. Welcome back to another episode. So... Lately, I've done a series of interviews, and most of the interviews have um, specifically been talking about leadership. So this episode is a little bit different. Um, It's going back to a solo episode. I did an episode a while back that talked about frameworks. And in particular, one episode that I did was about black or white thinking. And this episode actually did pretty well um, as far as the ratings. And so I thought I'd visit a different framework for you all. So today we're going to talk about something that affects a lot of us in healthcare and a lot of us not even in healthcare, I think as human beings 
this is something that affects a lot of us, especially if we're high performing and we um, expect a lot out of ourselves. And especially if we have demanding careers and demanding personal lives, if we have kids and spouses or even animals, you know, we balance a lot and there are expectations that a lot of people have from us. Um, But today we're going to talk about validation and, you know, that word is for some of us, it can be a double-edged sword, right? On one hand, it can be what really propels us to achieve really great and amazing things. But on the other hand, it can tie us up in emotional knots. You know, we often look for validation from people or places who either can't provide it or even more troubling, they shouldn't be the ones who provide it for us. Have you ever found yourself obsessing or constantly thinking about what a colleague thinks of you and you sideline the opinions or thoughts of your loved ones or people who truly matter? I know that I can definitely relate to that. Or maybe you've compromised your values to fit into some mold that you believe will earn you respect or validation from other people. And if you've ever been in any of these situations or similar situations, and I think this episode will resonate with you. So we're going to talk a little bit about the psychology behind this need for validation and how to recognize it when you're falling into this trap. And more importantly, how to climb out of it. So we've got a lot of ground to cover, but I think that it will be enlightening and hopefully it'll be empowering or liberating for you. So let's jump in and talk about some of the background of this particular mental framework. What is validation? And if you think about it from a purely psychological point of view, it's validation is the recognition or affirmation that a person's feelings or someone's behaviors or their opinions are understandable and they're legitimate. And it's that nod from society or individuals or other people that says, hey, you're doing great, or hey, you're doing okay, or hey, you are doing an amazing job. You are wonderful. Here's the thing. I think validation is a normal part of human need. We all want to be seen. We all want to be heard and we all want to be valued. And it becomes particularly problematic when we're seeking it from the wrong places or the wrong people. And you've probably heard the phrase, and I think it's a pretty popular phrase, that you can't pour from an empty cup. Well, if you're constantly seeking or looking for validation from people who are emotionally unavailable or from places that are simply inappropriate, you're setting yourself up for constant disappointment. So where does this come from? Let's talk a little bit about social conditioning. From a young age, especially as a woman, you know, we're often taught to please. We are constantly told you need to be polite and you should accommodate all these other people. Then as we grow up, you add professional pressures on it. 
our performance is regularly evaluated. You know, think about our patient evaluations, they evaluating us and our compensation is oftentimes tied to patients' evaluations of us. And if you're not in the medical field, you may have a 360 evaluation and perhaps your compensation is tied to that. And sometimes there are pressures and our performance is criticized for reasons that we aren't even aware of. And let's not forget about those personal insecurities. I mean, who doesn't have several of those? It's like we're caught in this vicious cycle of needing to be perfect and then needing someone else to confirm that, yes, indeed, we are perfect or at least good enough. So before we go on, I want to share a story from my own experience. You know, when I was a young medical student, I remember staying up late, uh, particularly when I was in my third year of medical school when we were doing rotations, you know, I would stay at the hospital late. I would go that extra mile just to ensure that I was seen as being extra committed or extra serious about my desire to be a physician. I wanted to be seen as a great medical student and that I'll be a wonderful physician one day. You know, I was craving that validation from the residents that was around me and those who were going to be giving me a grade. And I think it really affect my personal life. You know, I didn't work out. I wasn't giving myself those mental breaks that are all very essential to our well-being. I mean, sure, I got great grades. I did a great job. I got great recommendations. But I think that it contributes to some of the anxiousness and some of the anxiety that I have sometimes. I'm curious if this sounds familiar to you, and I'm sure some of you have your own versions of this story where you've sacrificed your personal time or you've sacrificed your hobbies or even compromised some of your values to fit into a mold that you thought would bring you professional validation. That can be really exhausting. Even historically, you know, women were often valued based on how well they fit into societal norms whether it was being a good daughter or being a good wife or being a good mother or even in the workplace. Much of a woman's worth was tied to external validation. And these attitudes, regardless of how archaic they are, they have flowed into how we currently interact with one another and our mental frameworks that we have. When we think about modern day, I can't help but think about social media. You know, how many times have you posted something online or on Instagram and then went back to check every few minutes to see how many likes we have or how many comments you get? You know, maybe you see someone else's life as being perfect on Instagram and then you start feeling a little bit less about your own. And I think the problem isn't necessarily just individual. This is a systemic issue. It's a cultural issue. And the complexities truly multiply when you're balancing family and career and your other roles. So let's talk a little bit about how we can recognize when we're falling into the trap of seeking validation from the wrong people or from the wrong places. 
One of the first red flags is if you notice yourself going on an emotional roller coaster. And when that emotional roller coaster is tied to other people's opinions, think about if you've ever had a day that went from a good day to a sour day just because someone gave you a lukewarm response or, God forbid, a criticism of some sort. If you find your mood oscillating based on what someone else thinks of you, that's a big red flag. You're essentially handing over the keys to your emotional well-being to someone else. And often it's people who aren't even aware that they're driving your emotional car. So that's one sign. The second sign I want to talk about is if you find yourself compromising your personal or your ethical standards for approval from someone else. If you are doing things that go against your values or your beliefs simply to fit into a mold that you think will bring you validation, that's another warning signal. The third sign is if you have this feeling of inadequacy despite achievements you have. And you can think of this as imposter syndrome. Think if you are at the top of your game professionally, you could have a loving family, you can have wonderful kids, a beautiful home, and you still feel like something's missing simply because you didn't get that nod of approval from a particular person or a group. That can be another sign. The fourth sign is if you feel anxious or uneasy when you're expressing your thoughts or feelings and you fear disapproval from someone else. If there's a sense of hesitation to be your authentic self, that is another sign. I'll give you an example of a client that I worked with. I was working with this individual and She was a department director, and she led a multi-department quality initiative. And she did a wonderful job when she was telling me all of the things that she did and just in, in the outcomes that she had. I was truly impressed. However, because she didn't get the validation that she sought from a senior colleague that she truly respected, she found herself questioning her worth and her abilities. So this is an example of the trap that we can easily fall into when we seek for validation from other people. You know, I've seen this so many times. I've worked with so many physicians and, you know, not even the ones that I work with, but the physicians that I just simply know, you know, people are saving other people's lives. They are diagnosing cancers and curing cancers And there still is this feeling like they're not good enough simply because they didn't get published in a procedures journal or if they are not getting a particular mark that they're looking for on feedback, you know, if they're an executive. Taking it out of a professional perspective, there are wonderful, amazing super moms who manage their households like CEOs and they still feel inadequate because another mom decided to bake cookies for the school fundraiser instead of you going to the store to buy cookies for your kid's fundraiser. 
So if any of these signs resonate with you, just know that you are not alone. Awareness is the first step towards making any sort of change. So let's talk about what we can do to overcome this cycle of seeking validation from the wrong places. So the first thing is to identify your sources, write down those opinions who really matter to you. And you might find that some people on that list shouldn't be there. Perhaps it's a critical parent or a judgmental friend or a supervisor who is never pleased. You know, ask yourself, why is their approval so crucial to you? And it's this self-inquiry that's the start of breaking free from this framework. So the second tip that I have is define your own metrics for success and for self-worth. If you're constantly measuring your worth through someone else's yardstick, you'll never feel good enough. What are your own values? What are your own goals? What are your own dreams? And align your actions with those things and you'll find that you'll become your own best validator. So number three, let's talk boundaries. The third thing is to establish the emotional and mental boundaries between yourself and the people or the environments that trigger you to need external validation. This isn't about necessarily cutting people off, but it's about understanding where you end and where they begin. Now, here's a little nugget of wisdom. One of the most liberating moments in life comes from when you realize that you don't have to be all things to all people. You don't have to be the perfect doctor. You don't have to be the perfect leader. You don't have to be the perfect mom. And you certainly don't have to be the perfect wife all at the same time. The key is to be authentically you and do your best. And that's where your true power lies. But let's be realistic. This is not an overnight process. This takes time. This takes self-reflection. And sometimes it even takes a good amount of courage. For me, I found that coaching and therapy and even talking openly with people that I trust, like my mom and my husband, these things can be really helpful in navigating this path. So remember the client that I specifically talked about earlier who uh, did such an amazing job with that multi-department in quality initiative? One of the questions that I asked her, and feel free to use this on yourself, is what has you looking for validation from this individual? And after some soul searching and really thinking about it, she realized that it was tied to her own insecurities about her capabilities and the things that she was able to do. So once she realized that it was tied to her own insecurities and we were able to address those. So as I was thinking about this episode, I wanted to go back and think about some of these specific examples that clients were seeking validation was one of the frameworks that were really holding them back. One was an individual who was finding herself seeking validation from her patients. If you find yourself in a similar situation of seeking validation from your patients, 
I want to offer a couple of things. I think it's completely natural to want positive feedback. You know, we're in healthcare. We want to make sure we're doing a good job. But it becomes an issue if your sense of self-worth hinges on your patient's approval. You can't control how someone feels or how someone reacts, but you can control the quality of the care you provide. So find validation in the good work that you do, not just in the responses that you get from a silly survey. Another example was a particular client I was working with, and he was finding himself feeling like he needed to prove himself at work and at home. And he really felt pressure from needing to prove himself at both locations. And one of the things that um, if you find yourself in line with this, just know that the whole work-life balance thing is it's complicated. And I would say it's probably more of a work-life integration So I think one of the first things is to accept that having it all doesn't mean doing everything perfectly. You know, set some realistic expectations from yourself and prioritize what really matters at that time. And you may have to continually negotiate between your personal life and your professional life. And it's okay to ask for help. Ask for help from your spouse. Ask for help from someone to help clean your home or a babysitter or a nanny. It's okay to ask for help. We don't have to be perfect for everyone. So if you do this, you may notice that you have some criticism. So what do you do when you know that you've done your best and you still feel like you're being criticized? Now, criticism can sting. There's no doubt about it. But I try to approach it and think about it as an opportunity for growth. Think about the criticism. Is it constructive criticism? Is there even a kernel of truth to it? You know, if there is, see what you can learn about it. If it's just someone's opinion without any basis, let it roll off your back. Now, not all criticism is valid. And it's definitely not necessarily a true measure of your worth. So just want to summarize some of the key takeaways here um, from the last few minutes One is awareness. So understand that you're seeking validation from the wrong sources is the first step towards change. The next is take some time to analyze why certain people's opinions weigh so much on you. Are they even the right judges for what you're seeking validation for? Don't use someone else's yardstick to measure your success or your worth. You get to define what success looks like for you. And the last thing is, is know when to say no and when to take a step back and when to shield yourself from external judgments. So a couple of tips for you. One is to journal. Write down whose validation you're seeking and why. I've been journaling a lot more lately and I've found that not only is it therapeutic to write out my thoughts and my feelings, And when I go back and ask myself questions and then answer the questions that I ask myself, it helps give myself clarity into my thoughts and to my feelings. The other suggestion I have is talk about it, whether it's with a trusted friend or a family member or with a coach or a therapist. Discussing these issues can really give you a new perspective. 
And don't forget to celebrate your small wins. Create your own validation moments by acknowledging and celebrating your own accomplishments, even if they're really small. This is something that I have to keep in mind for myself. The last thing is, is check in. This isn't just a one-time exercise. This is something that has to be revisited on a constant basis. So hopefully this will help you on your road to a healthier relationship with validation. And as you take these steps, remember that it's okay to stumble. It's okay not to get it perfect. What's important is that you're aware of things and you're making an effort to do better and to be better. And you're not alone. If you found that this episode was useful or you think that someone else may benefit from it, don't hesitate to share. And if you're not subscribed, be sure to subscribe and rate and review the episode and the podcast. I'm here for you and your feedback is important to me. Thanks for spending some time with me today and thank you for listening. I hope you've gained some insights that can make a real difference in your life. I can't wait till the next episode. Until then, take care. Thanks for tuning in to this Life, Love, and Leadership for Physicians episode. Did you have an aha moment? I'd love it if you shared it with me on Instagram at drrachelmillermd. That's drrachelmillermd. If you love the show and want to hear more, follow the podcast and give me a rating and a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like for me to cover or a guest you'd like for me to have on the show, please let me know. I love your suggestions.